Okay, so welcome to the Imprint Podcast. My name's Sinead, and I'm here today with the marvellous and wonderful Mr. Paul Eyre. Hey, Paul, oh, how are you doing? Kind. You're too kind. Marvellous <laughs> and wonderful. I don't, I don't think I am, but anyway, that's another Well, story. that's my perception, and, you know, I am grateful to know you, so there you go. Oh, you're, you're way too kind. You're way too kind. So how are you? I'm not too bad. I'm just, you know, we're all in this pandemic together, but at least we've got ways of technology to stay in connection with each other. Yeah, thank goodness for that. Thank goodness for that, man. It's, it's, um, yeah, imagine if this stuff didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, we'd be in a different situation altogether, I tell you that much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think it's helping to keep a lid on things yeah. big time. Big, 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 big time. And um, I think that, uh, I think it's, in a, in, a, in a lot of ways, it's a reboot or a reset for the world. It's like someone's pulled the plug out. Yeah. So, you know, we've got this kind of shared, everyone's got this shared experience. So mm -hmm. it's just going to make people think about stuff a little more, I think. And um, yeah, that's what I think anyway. So, well, thank you. But before mm. we go any further, can you introduce yourself to our wonderful audience, please? Um, well, obviously, my name is Paul here because I've just been mentioned. And um, <laughs> introduce myself. It's a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a tough one because I'm a kind of um, uh, you're a jack of all trades. That's for sure. Master of master of none or none or one or whatever, <laughs> but no, uh, what, they, what they call it a multi multi hyphenate or, or slash this slash that. But I mean, primarily, I'm a creative, whatever yes. that means. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm a you know creative director, art director, director, um, slash author as well. So many things, but I just call myself a creative, I just do stuff. And um, I primarily come from like a graphic design background, a design background, art and design background. And I was one of the authors, because um, there was a group of us that did it, um, called Milk. I was one of the authors and uh, art directors um, for a, a little book that came out some time back called um, Sneakers, Sizes and Everything. I mean, that's um, not really a little book now, is it? Let's not be too humble and modest about it. It's one of Sneaker's first ever books ever to be published. Well, yeah, it was the first coffee table book that kind of looked at, um, that examined uh, sneaker culture and um, design, or looked at, looked at sneakers from a kind of uh, art and design and sort of cultural standpoint, basically. And that was kind of like pre-internet. There we go. And um, we hope to see something new from you guys in the near future, I hope. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I think by the time this comes out, <laughs> or um, by the time we get out, I should say, yeah. um, we're kind of working on the sequel um, to size um, isn't everything and the sequel is going to be called size um, next um, sneakers 
size, next size up. Oh, wow. Okay. Or, sne- or sneakers, next size up, I should say. See, I'm, I'm, getting the t- <laughs> I'm, getting the, I'm getting the title for my book the wrong way round. So Trust sneakers. Me. I did that with, with my own documentary. I forgot the name so many times I'd had to recalibrate. It's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's called Sneakers Next Size Up. And I, I, I suppose you're wondering, why is it called Next Size Up? Um, yes, tell um, the people. Well, this time round, we're basically like looking at um, how sneakers has kind of um, informed fashion and how fashion has informed sneakers. And it's kind of like going back to the first book in some respects, even though it's going to be totally new, because um, <clears throat> something years ago, cough, cough, cough. Um, <laughs> Um, basically when we first approached brands and all the rest of it and we kind of said to them there's kind of like a design there's an art and design fashion and cultural element to this Um, a lot of the brands didn't want to know they said get lost they didn't get it Mm -hmm. and um, we sort of said yeah shoes have to be functional but at the same time they need to look good. And, and there's obviously a fashion element in, in, in this. And they were totally yeah. dismissive. Um, I mean, they eventually came round in the end. Some of them came round in the end. But on the whole, they just said, no, go away, get lost, all the rest of it. So this time round with the new book, um, it's more kind of skewed towards fashion. And it's kind of shown over the last, say, 20 plus years it's kind of the 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 pendulum has kind of swung the other way more towards fashion so you've got brands brands launching shoes on catwalk shows um they're doing collabs with fashion designers and fashion houses and Mm um we just kind of highlight that and also as well this time around with the book the new book we're kind of um talking to like fashion designers um sneaker designers because back in the day we didn't know any sneaker designers <laughs> per yep. se and mm-hmm. a and a we couldn't get access to them and also as well as well as the kind of first book we kind of look at the kind of culturally the cultural stuff that's happening as well so whether that's kind of um what's happening socio-economically socio-politically all of that stuff basically and um one thing that's really come on a long way in the last sort of i suppose um 20 years or so and especially come to the fore in recent years is the whole idea of like sustainability and um how we treat the environment and we look at like you know things like capitalism um you name it all of that stuff yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Consumerism well, as well. Yeah. Well, that's a very impressive yeah. resume, I must say. And I look forward mm-hmm. to the next instalment of this book when it comes out. Oh, well, oh, well cheers. Yeah, exactly. When being the <laughs> operative word as we're all in lock, lockdown and everything. Yeah. But, lead, but leading on to, you know, the economics, leading on from the economic structure and the economy and how capitalism is yeah. gonna gonna go especially with our time that we are experiencing in covid19 mm-hmm. um what have you noticed or experienced that brands have 
done during their time to react in support to the medical staff, their own staff, um, during a global crisis, because obviously there's certain brands who felt that they had the right to stay open because they deemed themselves to be key workers when actually they weren't. Yeah, which is, unbelie which is unbelievable. Exactly. And then you've got yeah. the brands who are, you know, making products to help mm. support the health service. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. I suppose in some respects, some brands kind of jumped on things straight away and saw what the problem was and kind of said, you know what, we can we can help. We can kind of repurpose our factories, repurpose our kind of supply chains or whatever to kind of make medic medical equipment. And I mean, you know, I think it was kind of New Balance was, a, were they first people, I think? I believe that, they were one of the first, yeah. Yeah. In terms of making a product. Of making a product, um, um, especially for kind of healthcare workers and the, the, the so-called front line. I'm not going to use the, the, the kind of war rhetoric, which everyone, <laughs> which, which, no, but you know, which everyone. No, I get what you mean, of, yeah. yeah. Which everyone in um, the UK and the US is kind of using, you know. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, a lot of key workers, if that works in the kind of health, in hospitals, they, yeah, New Balance kind of made products for them. And I think, I believe Adidas came on board. And I yeah. think Nike came a little bit later. I'm not quite sure what Nike have done, to be quite honest with you. I but think I know, they're I, making masks as well now. Oh, they're, they're making, oh, they're actually making masks. Yeah. But I mean, it kind of seems like the sensible thing to do because, you know, Apologies for using the, the, the war thing again, but like during, you know, WW2, um, factories were kind of reimagined or repurposed to kind of make bits for planes or tanks or God knows what. So yeah. it kind of makes sense that these guys now are kind of, you know, um, redirecting their efforts to um, make products. I mean, the other thing I would say is that when you kind of walk around a hospital, whether it's nurses, whether it's doctors, whether it's the porters, whatever, um, they all wear scrubs, yeah, of some kind, right? Mm -hmm. or, um, um, and also as well, they all wear comfortable shoes, yeah? Yes, and they I do. Think, and I think whether it's, whether it's trainers, sneakers, or just comfortable shoes, whether, you know, whether you've got physiotherapy people or God knows what, they're all on their feet. And I would have thought, right, I don't know whether they've done it or not, but I would have thought that the brands should have just said, you know what, we're going to roll up to um, whatever hospital, whatever kind of um, health authority it is. You know, I know different countries have different kind of health, health authorities. Yeah. Um, whether it's regionalised or nationalised or done by borough or, or whatever, and just roll up there with an articulated van of some kind of just shoes, product, and just yeah. give, them, give them that shit. And just, can I curse on this? Okay. Of course you can. Right. <laughs> um, just, 
just give them that shit, no questions asked. Because yeah. what's because what's happened as well is that um, if you think about it, we've been in lockdown now for what two months, two and a half months, something like that. Pro- probably two longer. Months. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Might be even longer. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you think about the amount of shoes that have not been sold. Yeah. Stuff stuff that's in warehouses in factories. Mm-hmm. You're going to have like product mountains. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of that stuff could be given away to key workers in the, in the health service, first of all, or um, I don't know, care workers, postmen, transit workers, or just people that are doing this stuff. But first of all, people that work in hospitals, they're on their feet all the time. Just donate that shit. No questions asked, you know? Well, the only two brands that I'm aware of that, well, three actually that I'm aware have given footwear is Crocs. Yeah. Yeah. All birds and a less. Okay. They, ha- they have given shoes to key workers within the medical profession. Right. Um, I know all birds run out very quickly. Yeah. And that is from the UK to the US as well. I don't right. know where Crocs are standing at this point. Um, yeah. And it was only a couple of weeks ago that a less started giving out shoes yeah. to workers as well so yeah. there are a few but there's not enough because at the yeah. end of the day you've got brands going into sales so they can meet their profit Ex- margin a- exactly and then exactly. going back to your point where they could give those shoes exactly. to the key workers so exactly well that's what i was going to say to you i mean you actually jumped <laughs> up to the words <laughs> out of my mouth it's cool but it's um, cool I can, I can understand why they want to kind of get rid of stuff because they, they've got this stuff. But you'd think the moral thing to do, yeah, mm-hmm. the moral thing to do, forget about yeah. the bottom line. And, um, you know, again, sorry to use the war analogy. These people are on the front line. They're on their feet all day. Give them the stuff. Yeah. Give them the stuff. You know, simple. That's what I, that's what I think. And... In terms of kind of like, um, again, we know they're making products and stuff like that. But again, it's almost like don't wait to be asked or don't wait to be kind of shamed into it. Mm. You guys should be making scrubs, making PPE stuff, making God knows what. Even if it meant that, you know, you put your emblem on the clothing because you want to get exposure. That doesn't matter. Just make the stuff and give it to people. Yeah, because you know, it's needed. The sh- yeah, the shareholders can wait. The share the shareholders can wait for their for their uh, their dividend at the end of the year, and um, you know the, the 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 board can can chill on their bonuses as well. Yeah, they they definitely won't be getting no bonus this year. I don't think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that kind of goes for your. Uh, you know, other sectors as well, like your apples and 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 um, your phone companies and and all the rest of it. You know, um, a lot of kids, a lot of students, but children especially um, mm. from lower lower income families or whatever, um, they're off school for over three months or whatever. So if you've got yeah. like a, a, a family that are basically, um, for want of a better word, skint. And, um, you know, they have no access to a computer or they've got mm-hmm. one computer to share amongst three or four children. Yeah. How, how the hell can they do stuff? And also as well, um, 
even if a lot of homes, they don't necessarily have a computer. The only way that they access um, stuff online is if they went to a McDonald's, went to a Sainsbury's, went yeah. to a whatever. Um, or an actual physical store that has yeah. internet access. Yeah, but they're all closed. So they have to use yeah. their data. And if you're trying to kind of um, do a class or whatever, some, you know, learning, you're, you're, you're screwed. So I think as well as like the sneaker companies, all of those other companies should basically unlimited data, um, your Apples, your HPs, your whatever, those guys, again, donate like iPads, laptops that they don't want, stuff that's can't, can't you know, just so that children or poor income families yeah. for this period can carry on, you know? Yes. So that, uh, it, this is why I think capitalism, capitalism in its form at the moment doesn't work. It does. It really doesn't work. And I know I've gone off on a tangent, but it refers back to the whole kind of um, sneaker industry. Why the hell are you having sales? You know, yeah, have a sale if you want, but donate that stuff to hospitals. Yes. So, End of story. So this goes on to the next point that I wanted to raise. So mm. obviously there are major brands not all, but major brands who have given a cash injection or they're making some form of product yeah. for the, the services as, as a whole. So this is where we take a look on the independence and how, you know, they can potentially survive, how they can dent, uh, potentially contribute mm. and, you know, make a product for someone and give the proceeds to the health service. Now I've noticed that, a few brands like Jeff Staples, yeah, Staples and Palace have done capsule collections yeah. and given proceeds to their health services. What do you feel that independents who are trying to survive in this crisis could do mm. in order to help themselves as well as help the medical? system i think that's a really kind of cool idea making like little capsule um um collections or items that mm. kind of celebrate and highlight um the medical profession and also kind of key that key everyday kind of working people because the, the thing is i think with the whole kind of um I hate the term streetwear. It's just stuff that people wear. Streetwear is a bit kind of wank. It right? is what it is, though. You know it is. Yeah, so I, we I, can't I know, get away from it. I know, I know. But basically, <laughs> um, it shouldn't be one of those. I mean, I think they should all do it, really. All the independents should do it. And I think it's a cool thing. And also, as well, um, not meaning to sound cynical, it kind of helps their kind of brand and their profile. Yeah, and and it kind of gives them a kind of um, even though they had kind of cultural currency, I think it kind of builds on their cultural currency. You know, it gives them moral moral currency. Yeah, if that's a thing, I've coined a new term, moral currency. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, no, I think that's a really kind of cool thing, and I think what people can do in any kind of 
big or small ways kind of cool. And it's, it's a case of bringing their skills to the table and bringing, you know, their, their um, raising awareness of things and raising, importantly, funds. Yes. You know? And again, Palace have done a capsule collection. Um, in some respects, I would have kind of said, why don't you bloody, you guys make scrubs or something like that? I mean, I don't know if Palace have factories that make clothes or is it a case that they buy stuff and then just print their logo on things or whatever. But I think Palace should say, you know what? We're going to kind of make like a, um, not necessarily a PPE or something like that, but we're going to start making um, scrubs for doctors or doctors kind of long coats or jackets or aprons or gloves or mask or you know you know you know what to kind of mean and yeah. again if they've got their logo on it um you know i wouldn't necessarily have a problem with that mm. you know but it's it's do stuff like that as well you know what yeah. i mean that's what i that's what i think personally so i know quite a few independent um mm. Designers and, ma- and and masks for the people, masks for yes. the people. And this is Make what I'm getting to. People. This yeah. is the point that I'm getting to. So a lot of friends who that I know who can no longer do their physical stores or their markets that they have, they've been and again, they cut off their form of income is not there anymore. Yes. So yeah. they've been yeah. making, they have been making masks in pack. Yeah. Yeah, and they've been managed to sell, send them around the world because there's a demand. If you've got a two point four family, for example, and you get a pack of four, exactly. That's that's working for both people, safety and money in pocket. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for that, and that's what I'm saying. So, whatever scale you want to kind of make stuff, whether it's masks, whether it's even like um, gloves or whatever. Yeah. Make it, make it, make it, get it out there, get it out there. Yeah, definitely. You know, sorry, I know, don't be, ext- <laughs> I, I know everyone's got to make a living and they've got to survive and all the rest of it. And I think with a lot of the smaller people, multinationals can give that stuff away, but yeah. they, they wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. But mm. I think with smaller brands or whatever, wherever, where, where you would sell something for like, I don't know. I pluck a figure out my head. Fifty quid, yeah. yeah. Sell it for twenty-five quid or twenty quid. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's in this case. Don't think. Yeah, you got to think about the bottom line, but don't think about the bottom line as in I want to make loads and loads of profit. You know, yeah. again, if you want to improve your moral currency, that's the right thing to do. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, from, from what I've seen from friends, they've been doing them even cheaper than what you stated. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, literally, yeah. it's a form of sustainability. Of course it is. At this, of course at this it is. point in time. Of course as it is. As their current livelihoods, we, we don't know how that's going to yeah. work out after we are out of this. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. No, totally. Okay. Totally. Totally. I agree. I totally agree with you. And especially as well, you know, visors. Um, again, not just for medical staff, but, you know, you've got um, ambulance and kind of EMT people and all that, all those people. Again, they need all that stuff, yeah. you know. So, um, and also as well, 
everyday, your everyday people. Again, you know, people that have to go out and drive our buses, work in our post offices, work in the supermarkets. Yeah. All of those people need that stuff. So again, mm. you know, um, apologies for not mentioning people that work in the supermarkets and stuff like, like that. You know, they, they, they need to have that stuff as well. So yeah, again, I've only you, seen you, gloves in yeah, supermarkets. Got, That's yeah. It. Yeah, if you've got like a 3D printer or a knitting machine or God knows what, make a mask, make goggles, make some sort of visor. You know, that's yeah. the thing to do. Yeah. So as this is going on, we know that there are some communities. Excuse me, tongue-tied there. As you know, right. there are some communities actively doing stuff to help and assist in the global crisis. What have you experienced? with communities within our industry and out? I think the, um, the create, well, you wanted to talk about specifically the creative industries or, or just- It can be communities broad. Or broad, it can be broad. Okay, I think, um, uh, as you said, there, there are loads of like little independent people that are basically making face masks and making um, things like shopping bags and things like that, where people can kind of get their groceries, they can put it over their shoulders or things where they don't have to touch things so much. You know, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, so people have been kind of doing stuff like that um, and repurposing old stock that they've had. Um, also as well, there's, um, a couple of people I know that have been doing things where they've kind of, it boils down to kind of helping people with their shopping and things yeah. like that. Even to <laughs> simple even things, to, simple things like that, helping people with their shopping and things like that. But even, um, on another tip where I know some people have been doing things where, where they've been doing um these kind of cards or post-its um little signs which are kind of based on the traffic light system so yeah. basically you've got red green i'm all cool uh amber or oh, i might need some help yeah red i i need help i'm in trouble or whatever and it's just like a simple little card a simple little thing that you basically put on your window so if someone's walking past your house or your flat or your whatever, they can see this card. Yeah. Yeah. And that person kind of knows straight away that, oh, you need help with something or you need some assistance with something. And there's been tons of stuff going on, going on um, with regards to like, say, you know, Instagram and stuff like that, where people are kind of um, um, doing like exercise classes, yoga classes, even cookery and baking, baking classes or exchanging recipes. Yeah. Um, and even on like a design tip, um, basically kind of posting patterns and things to people. So you can download the pattern. Yeah. You can go to this site, download the pattern and make your own mask or something or little videos or stories that show you how to make a, a simple mask by using things like, um, kitchen towels or, or 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 whatever so you know i think the the kind of creative community is definitely coming to its own basically yeah i've seen a few things i've um seen coloring sheets for young kids and yeah we've seen yeah. 
seen a designer do workshops with cereal boxes to make their own shoe and yeah, various things I've seen like that, that as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's 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 a very interesting time of bringing people together, especially with again uh, music being a forefront of everything as well. Yes, yes, because I think what's been really interesting as well is because everyone's inside. Yes. Well, the majority are. Let's be real. The majority are inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But most people are inside. But what's really interesting, and you know what my feelings are about social media and all that type of stuff. Obviously, it's not of my generation and all the rest of it. But what I found is that platforms like Instagram and Instagram Live have come into their own. And in fact, I kind of. I mean, I haven't got a television at the moment, but I kind of watch that. I use it as television, especially in the the Instagram live. So we've had the kind of versus series with various artists um, against each other. But there's been some really kind of interesting stuff where people have kind of been doing kind of um, um, uh, lectures, Mm -hmm. little lectures, or they've been playing music in their in their front their living room, um, yeah. doing little DJ sessions, um, yeah. which are, some of them have been really quite good. And even people have just been doing kind of like almost like little kind of um, for want of a better word, little chat shows where they yes. they've literally they've literally they have. just been, you know, I'm going to interview so and so, and it's just been on Instagram Live. And so yeah. it's like two friends just chatting away or several friends chatting away. And that's been really, really, really cool. Yeah. And I've also, also seen a, a book yeah. club, a virtual yeah, book club yeah, on Instagram yeah, as well. It, I'm exactly. just like... Exactly. So I think that platform's coming to its own. And it's really kind of shown as well people's kind of, or, or you know, human ingenuity, I think, you yeah. know. So I, I, I think that's been a really kind of positive thing as well. Good. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So this goes on. What else? What else? What else? <laughs> this what goes else? on to the next point now. I mean, yeah. we're in, as again, I keep stressing this and honing on it, that we are in a very sensitive time. Yeah. And we don't know what the future holds for us, let alone the industry. So... It's case of, you know, will brands, boutiques and the industry's part in this overall, will they recover from this? (laughs) (laughs) I love how you laugh because it's a poignant question because at the end of the day, it's like, from what I'm seeing, Mm. it's quite laughable in some respects. Going back to the earlier part of our conversation, if you think about it, it's like, yeah, yeah. You could put, you know, sneakers on these people's feet. Yeah. But then you want to go into a sale. People have lost jobs. They could yeah. potentially lose their houses. There's yeah. millions of people yeah. on benefits now, or still yeah. trying to get through to the benefit system. Yeah. But yeah, it's just okay. You know, yeah. we'll just continue yeah. on with another twenty five percent discount sale. Yeah. 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 You know. Um. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, I can see, I can see why they do it yeah, because again, they've got, they've got mountains of this stuff that they can't shift or they're not mm-hmm. going to be able to shift because 
the funny thing as well, just going off on a tangent, but it is it relates to this stuff as well. Um, the oil price, yeah, yes, you know, you know, uh, uh, the Emirates, for want of a better term, I use the Emirates as as, as the term. They produce too much oil. I think Russia has produced too much oil. And there's a bit of a dispute with Russia and, and, and the kind of Middle East oil suppliers. But effectively, they produce too much oil. There's no flights. No one's yep. flying anywhere or going anywhere. No one's going so, anywhere. So that stuff's not being used. No one's driving anywhere or whatever. Well, only, and, and only needed trips. Needed trips. Well, what I'm saying, on, on, on the whole, no one's yeah. driving anywhere. No one's flying anywhere. So, and a lot of industry has been shut down. So a lot mm -hmm. of this oil is not being bought or used. And I think, was it last week or the week before last? The price of oil went into negative territory. So effectively, they can't even give this stuff away. That's crazy. And, and, that, and that's nuts when you think yeah. about it. That's actually nuts. You can't that give is. the stuff away. And um, I think in some respects, and I might, con I might contradict myself later down the line, <laughs> going, going back to the whole kind of sneaker stuff and luxury stuff, yeah, you can have a sale, but yeah, they're trying to kind of get rid of this stuff, give it away. And there's going to be stuff that literally... Yeah they can't give away. It's just going to be there on the shelves yeah. or all the rest of it, or um, it's going to end up in landfill or repurposed or, or, or whatever. But there's going to be a lot of stuff that they can't, cannot give away. And with regards to stores and brands, I think um, a lot of stores, you know, let's be real, aren't going to be, aren't going to be around move going forward with this stuff they're, they're not going to be around because a um no one's got any money yeah the, the economy is going to be screwed they haven't got any money um you know uh, the rents for these buildings and stuff like that i know at the moment there's a bit of a kind of hiatus for a, a few months with like business mm. rates and rents but Again, when that stuff kicks in and these landlords are going to want their money and all the rest of it, of course, what's going to happen? And, it, yeah. and I, don't think, I don't think you're going to get the footfall of people going through these stores and going through these shops. So yeah. I think a lot of the smallest stores are, they were struggling before, but I think this is like the final death nail. For yeah. Them, you know, and it's, yeah, I, you know, I mean, even John Lewis, for God's sake, John Lewis, uh, um, big, big uh, UK brand for your, for your US viewers or whatever. Um, they're struggling. They're kind of saying, literally, there's going to be quite a few stores after this thing that they're not going to open. Yeah. You know, and that's John Lewis. You know, that's, that's nuts. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, God knows what's going to happen. God knows what's going to happen. Well, there's a lot of a lot of stores in the US that are applying for um, filing for bankruptcy as well. Yes, yeah. be because again, reality is is that they're not going to survive this. No. So it's just it leaves everybody guessing, 
and contemplating what's ne what's their next steps to make? Well, yeah, the next well, online, it's going to go online. I mean, it's, yeah. it was going that way anyway, but I think yeah, this has just accelerated it. I mean, mm -hmm. the only people that have made money so far out of this thing is obviously the supermarkets, yeah, and um, Amazon. You know, Bezos is like, um, yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's just ridiculous how much money they're making. But um, I think everything's going to go online. And, and literally, um, uh, we know that the, shop, the shops that are going to survive, are, you know, it's going to be more about the experience. But even so... <sighs> To have an experiential thing, you still need to have footfall going exactly. through the store. And if you've got no footfall, you're kind of screwed, really. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. I, I really don't know. I mean, the funny thing is, in the last few weeks, I've been kind of listening to and watching, um, you know, the business of fashion. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've been doing like little kind of um, uh, things on Zoom, funnily yeah. enough, actually. Uh, not Instagram, <laughs> but Zoom, where yeah. they've got various people talking about um, what's going to happen in a post-COVID world. So you've yeah. got people like, um, you know, whether it's like um, fashion designers or magazine editors or you know, the, the real kind of business, business people behind um, the fashion industry. So the real kind of power brokers, the, the money yeah. men. And basically, their whole kind of business model, to a certain degree, is fucked, it's screwed. I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't even really kind of justify doing kind of like fashion weeks for the foreseeable future. How's that going to work? This goes to this goes to my final point. It's like, will will they learn from this? Because the points that you've just raised, you've mm. got to put in perspective, as you mm. just said. Will mm. we have Fashion Week again? Like mm. even festivals, festivals, music festivals. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, the music industry, period, the music industry, yeah. um, live music industry, everyone's unemployed. You know, you know what I mean. I'm talking about yeah. even from your major stars that can fill stadiums. Yes. <laughs> right, right through to like your struggling musician that plays in like a coffee bar or whatever. They're all unemployed because they can't perform. And yeah. especially with the music industry, the only way you're going to make money is by performing, doing gigs. So festivals and all the ancillary kind of industries that come off that catering, um, people that kind of um, sell t-shirts or sell hats or whatever. And even yeah. where local industries, where those festivals are based, they're totally screwed. Totally yeah. screwed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so mean, Glastonbury major... were the first major one to cancel. Yeah. In terms, because again, it's one of the biggest festivals in the world. So yeah, yeah. that just made sense. I mean, yeah. I've I've had a few fair gigs and festivals cancelled because of this. Yeah. Um, but I've seen artists that I follow and know they 
they've actually been okay, funnily enough, especially with mm. the support of Bandcamp wavering fees. And then there's other platforms inviting them to do like a live show for yeah. their audiences. Yeah. So there, yeah. there are yeah. a few, there are a few nuances where it can work, but overall, as you said, it's going to be very hard to come back by. So, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm thinking about, yeah, you're right. Glastonbury, um, you've got V Festival, especially like the, wireless in the UK, those festivals. You've yeah, got Coachella's Co moved to Co October. Coachella, Coachella. Yeah. Uh, I think something in the water that's round about now they have to cancel that they can't do it uh, Afropunk Paris has been cancelled Af yeah Afropunk totally screwed yeah um, yeah I could go on and on and on all the festivals are screwed Every everything yeah, literally much, is just, yeah. it's just kind of messed up so yeah, yeah I, I mean it's all going to go virtually it's all going to go virtually I think and I think video I'm going back to the fashion sense now. I think video yeah. is going gonna, is gonna to come more to the fore and stuff like that. And also as well, if you think about it, right, um, especially with like, um, when they used to have like fashion shows back in the day, right? Not mm -hmm. saying that I've been to many fashion shows or know much about it or whatever. But, <laughs> but you've been, day, you've had the experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'd like to, like to think I can kind of, you know, hold me own chatting and stuff like that. But when you went to like a fashion show back in the day or wherever, you literally, whether it was Fashion Week or Paris Fashion Week or God knows whatever, you literally had the buyers, obviously the press people. Yeah. Um, you may have had the odd kind of celebrity or the odd kind of person. Not in, not in so many celebrities or whatever, but that was kind of it, right? Mm. Just industry people and people yeah. with like their note their notebooks. This is pre iPhones or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> writing down their pen shit, and paper, pen and paper, and looking at things and whatever. Yeah, and now when you have shows, obviously because you know. Uh, you need to kind of get stuff out there and all the rest of it. Yes, you've got like loads of celebrities, you've got loads of influencers, you've got loads of people like that. And obviously they're posting stuff there and then and yada, 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 yada. But a lot of the industry, they fly from week to week. You know what I mean? So if yeah. there's something happening in um, New York, is it New York, Paris, then London, or Lo New York, London, then Paris? In Milan or whatever, but basically yeah. they did all of the fashion weeks, and those are the main ones. But you also had like fashion weeks in like um, I don't know China somewhere or Tokyo or, or whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think in a lot of cases, especially with buyers and various other people, sort of journalist type people, they were constantly traveling. Mm. Yeah, and I think yeah, traveling. Traveling is good. It's it's kind of cool, but sometimes when you're doing it for a job as well, living out of a suitcase or whatever, it's yeah. kind of like um, <laughs> it's not great fun. It sounds fun. It sounds glamorous, but it's not great fun if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. And I think in some respects, especially with the fashion industry, they're probably going to realise that you know what, a lot of this stuff could be done virtually. We know that certain brands and certain designers are now streaming their fashion shows. 
Mm. I think you're going to see more of that stuff happening. But I think a lot of people are kind of thinking, you know what? There's kind of no need to be flying to so-and-so to see, to do that show, um, to yeah. do that fashion week or do that thing. I'll just do the main fashion week or fashion weeks. All the others, I can kind of allow it. You know what I mean? I um, guess you could say they could potentially adopt the auctioneer system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Have and I one think... representative and then a screen and be like, do you like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think also as well with, you know, you have loads of celebrities flying everywhere to these shows, packing out the shows. The, the, the budgets for these shows are almost like, like um, colossal budgets. When you think about the sets and the things that they're doing and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, that kind of money, in some respects, it's nice to see things in the flesh and, and, and be up close to it and touchy-feely, but I think with the whole kind of social distancing thing and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, um, I think that stuff's going to have to be done virtually or it's going to have mm. to be done on a kind of video or film moving in, image tip. It can't really be... Well, we don't know. I mean... I mean, no, we don't just, know. Yeah, this is just my kind of the way I see things kind of moving yeah. forward in the in the future. If you think about it, you know. Yes, well, time will tell on that for sure. And, yeah, and even in a, on a cost tip as well, it's just like it's kind of crazy, you know. I know it's about relationships. You you hook up with friends, you hook up with people, and you know it's all about kind of touching the flesh. Where you can't even do that anymore. But the kind of, um, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, building on relationships or um, creating new relationships with people and all the rest of it. It's all about that, definitely, definitely. But yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's, I think things are going to change in, 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 in that respect, I think. Yes, so, the yeah. interaction of people will definitely mm. change dramatically. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but we could totally got to rethink it, I think. Yes, we got to go back to um, hang signals and potentially smoke signals at some point, maybe. Yeah, like that, and then whatever, and yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you yeah. get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Well, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. Because I think, you know, you know, let's be real here, yeah? They're working on a vaccine. They may never find a vaccine for this thing. Or it yeah. might be a case that if they're going to have a vaccine, we're effectively talking, what, a couple of years, if that. So, you know, what's going to yeah. happen in a couple of years? You know? If it's, I mean, it's they're already saying it's going to take up to 20 months for us to recover anyway, which, I mean, in hindsight, yeah. it makes sense because... Yeah. The reality is, at the earliest, it has been around. At, at, at the earliest, at the earliest. At the earliest, yeah. but it has also yeah. been around since mm. April of last year, 2019. I can believe that. And then it's what they choose to, they want to tell us. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. you yeah. know, my, I have yeah. a friend who's in China. And yeah. she moved over in November within yeah. weeks. Mm. She was isolating. So mm. within six weeks, then they told the world, this is happening. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they know. Yeah. It's just as to when I, they want to tell us. Yeah, because I, I mean, I heard mutterings of this thing when we're talking about no, end of November, December. Yeah. I normally have the radio on and I'm quite, I try to be up on my kind of current affairs as much as I can and things like that. And um, I remember when it first started, I remember someone saying, oh God, we don't want, we want to contain it. We, we don't want it to get to Shanghai, Beijing or Shanghai because if, if it gets there, because they're hubs and basically it goes all over the world. Yeah. And um, it obviously got to one of those cities. Well, this is the whatever, thing. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's yeah. been traveling and spreading because they keep, as we know from yeah. November, even though it yeah. started last April, yeah. people have been traveling in and out. Yeah. And they've not, re- they've not shut down borders or anything like, so Denmark have yeah. just reopened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was there when they started their lockdown procedure. I could have been stuck in Denmark if I didn't emergency leave when mm. I needed to. Yeah. Copenhagen. So, yeah, Copenhagen. That's where, yeah. that's where I was. I was in Copenhagen. Hans, Chris, Hans Christian Andersen, Little Mermaid and all that. I've done all that. I've, cool. I've done Lovely. all that. I go there quite <laughs> yeah. often. But I was oh, just cool. like, I, the fact that I had to flee a country... Yeah. It's like as soon as I got to the airport, there was barely any like staff, no train yeah. people, no whatever, whatever. Wow. And it's just so when you've bought like a week travel card, you have to leave the airport, go to the mainline station to get a yeah. refund to then go yeah. all the way back to the airport. It was long. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I. I yeah, it's, it's the whole thing is yeah, the whole thing's this yeah. I I don't know, man. It's 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 it's, it's uh, it's nuts. It reminds me of like um, I know people talk about contagion and and um, and um, what's the other film outbreak, but this reminds me of the closing credits of the reboot of Planet of the Apes. Oh, gee. Have you seen, have you seen <laughs> yes, it? No, I've I've seen it. With, but you know what pilot? you can actually. Oh my His God. nose bleeds. He jumps yes. on the plane, and then the, you saw the map yeah. where he flies out, hits one city. The thing fans out, fans out, it fans out, and yeah. If you want to, if man. you actually want to compare this to a movie, there's a movie called The Flu. Yeah, right, yeah. and it's set yeah, yeah. in South Korea. Exactly yeah. what is happening in that film is borderlines of what is happening here, like yeah. mountains of people being dis disposed in one one place but they're actually testing people to see if they're carriers or not and then you see how the virus infects and gets around because of one person yeah yeah yeah. it's just nuts yeah 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 i'll check that out but yeah planet the final scene of the reboot of planet of the apes and what's kind of spooky enough as well um at the beginning of this year I had to write a proposal for for uh, uh, a, a kind of pitch for a, a project that might not come off or it didn't come off, I should say. And basically, yeah. I kind of write this little treatment and I kind of said, oh, yes, it's a referencing 
the closing credits for Planet of the Apes. It's like a contagion or a virus, how things kind of fan out and spread and da 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 da. I was talking about culture, basically. Right. Um, yeah. How it kind of masticates and spreads and blah, 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 blah. And lo and behold, about a month later or whatever, we're in this nonsense. This I could, you couldn't make it up. Oh, couldn't make it up. Very prophetic. But anyway, that's another, that's another, uh, that's another thing. Yeah. Well, that brings this conversation to a close, my friend. It's been a pleasure to speak to you on this current crisis topic that we're going through at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. No, cool. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I, I hope I kind of made a bit of sense. I mean, the other thing as well. I Hold on. Let me stop. Let me stop recording. No, 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 no. This, this. This this will this will be um, oh okay it's noteworthy okay continue it's no it's noteworthy <laughs> and it's, it's something that I kind of um, I was having a conversation with somebody yeah and basically we were kind of just you know talking shit and all the rest of it and talking about yeah the future and how things are probably going to move on and all the rest of it yeah and we're talking about kind of sustainability and the business model of like a lot of brands and a lot of um, companies in general and their supply chains. Yeah. Mm. And when we were talking, I think like in the future, probably in a post COVID world or whatever, I think collaborations or brands or just people in general need to be more collaborative uh, i'm talking about not a collaboration where you bake a shoe and it's in, in a different bloody colorway you put a different bloody stripe on it or some nonsense yeah. like that but you know all these brands have uh, got their own factories and all the rest of it and blah 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 dotted all over the world and yeah. creating havoc on the environment and all the rest of it it might be a case that they basically share or collaborate on their resources i.e they use the same factories they use yeah. the same the same kind of um materials and things like that to kind of cut down on their kind of um their kind of um ecological destructive kind of um footprint if you know what i mean the same kind of um glue um, um provider or god knows what you know you know what i mean but basically you sh you share your resources so basically in that sense you you just keep your 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 whatever foot your 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 fuckery um footprint down to a minimum that's the best, <laughs> best way to kind you of, make um, carbon footprint it. You yeah, meant carbon footprint. Your general kind of like fuckery <laughs> fucked up in this footprint down to the bare minimum. You know what I mean? I do, um, yes. <laughs> but you basically, you collaborate together. You yeah. Know? Not unless you share designs or products, but just your, your means of production. Yeah. Or making stuff. They'll never agree to it. No. But if you think moving forward sustainability da, 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 waste blah 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 blee. It, i think there's kind of something in there yeah no i hear you it would it so, would make so, sense yeah but yeah. There, with every pro there's definitely a con so 
yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, that's 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 what I that's what I think anyway. You know, but um, it's a bit like you know, back in the day, going off on a slight tangent, and I know vinyls <laughs> coming back, but you know, back yeah. in the day, there was a place in Germany that basically was it Germany? I think it was Germany Probably. that produced all the vinyl for like Warner Brothers, CBS or Sony, um, yeah. what EMI, but basically they pressed all the records. There's like one factory or one thing that just basically did, did it all. And yeah. all those record companies shared that resource. Kind of yeah. makes sense, but anyway, there you go. So what else do you want me to say? What's that, what's that diagram? What's that diagram behind you? Let me let me stop this now. All right. <laughs> and there you have it, guys. That's the Imprint podcast with Paul Ed, the creator of the first ever sneaker book, sneakers, sizes, and everything. Just remember to stay home and stay safe. <laughs>